amen i want to bless god specially for this wonderful opportunity he has granted unto us again to be present in his presence we want to thank god for this wonderful fellowship that the lord has designed for us and the experience is about giving us amen by the grace of god we are coming in for an encounter that the lord has designed even before we were born praise the lord and i just want to encourage every one of us to key into this encounter the lord takes us through his presence praise the lord by the grace of god we are going to be listening to the message that is titled i know my redeemer lives hallelujah if you are seated with your members members of your family your, your children your your brothers and your sister you can Re resound that that word to them you can preach to them and say to them my redeemer you can say it as much as you can because you have to be convinced and be sure that your redeemer lives and our test will be taken from job chapter 19 verse 25 if you are there you can turn your bibles with me job chapter 19 verse 25 and i read job says i know that my redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth i know that my redeemer lives when i read this word again i i had this feeling of conviction within the spirit of job that he never just said it because he wanted to say it he said it from the well of conviction and he knew very well that his redeemer lives you must understand it was the same job in job chapter 14 verse 14 that says if, if a man dies shall he live again and he said all through my appointed time will i wait till my change comes you know that what job was waiting with expectation he had this endless expectation that something is about to happen in his life praise the lord my redeemer lives what does it mean to redeem praise the lord a redeemer is the one who redeems praise the lord is to buy something back praise the lord is to set free by force it is to save and to rescue it is to clear it is to release from death it is to save from sin i love this it is to repair and to restore in other words job was saying i know my restorer lives i know the one that would bring me back to my my my, my best form and my best shape he lives he's not dead praise the lord to be able to understand this message clearly we must first have a background understanding of this text praise the lord now preceding job chapter 19 job had gone through a lot amen he suffered what he never bargained for a righteous man from the land of Hus. he was so righteous that the bible mentioned that job was a righteous man from the land of Hus. A man who feared God, according to Job's gospel, Job chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible mentioned it that Job was a man that feared God. He was a man who wasn't carny, who was who wasn't who wasn't lazy, a man who wasn't lazy, but a man that was industrious, a man that had a thousand of camels, sheep, yokes of horses, and donkeys, according to verse 2 of it. He was so industrious, he was not a lazy man. Amen. He was a man that gave to the society by way of employing a large number of workers. In Job chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says Job had a lot of servants. It was not even mentioned. Scripture says he had several servants. In other words, Job gave back to the society. If you're talking about a company that employs a lot of people, Job was there. Amen. He gave men a, a, a reason for living. He gave men a sense of life. Men could walk and earn a living because Job was very industrious. Praise the Lord. 
a man who was mindful of the purity of his children. In Ajo chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, the Bible says, And Joe would always offer sacrifice on behalf of his children after they have had their feast. But adventure, they offended God to cleanse them. In other words, he was mindful about the spiritual state of his children. Amen. Job was a man that was so concerned about the sanctity of his children. Amen. And the Bible says, Even God was scared with Job. When the heavenly beings and angels went for a meeting in heaven, the Bible says God posted to the devil concerning Job. Amen. But you must understand that despite all these outstanding attributes of Job, despite all these outstanding characters of Job, despite the holiness of Job, despite the righteousness of Job, despite the, 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 the industrious habit and attitude of Job, the Bible says, but Job encountered a terrible storm. He encountered a storm like never before. He encountered a terrible challenge. In Job chapter 1, verse 13 to 22, the Bible mentioned the challenges of Job. In one day, all the animals of Job, he lost them. He lost his business and in shop in one day. Sheep, camels, workers, and everything, and every single source of income, Job lost them. In one day, what a terrible experience. What a terrible encounter. As if that was not enough, Job lost his children. Amen. Like some of us seated here. Some of us, we have lost one thing or the other. We have lost loved ones. We have lost jobs. We have lost finances. We have lost even the source of our blessings, the source of our income. Job lost his sons and his daughters. The Bible says, and the wind came and the wind swept into the house where they were holding their feast. And scripture says the entire house collapsed. And not one child was saved. Praise the Lord. It was so terrible. The Bible said, but yet Job fell to the ground and worshipped God. In all, Job did not curse God. Job chapter 1 verse 22. Are we in this kind of season? Are we experiencing this kind of conditions that Job experienced? Despite all this, Job did not curse God. He did not accuse God. As if that was not enough, the devil was so bent on taking him deeper. You must understand, it was God that told the devil. He boasted about Job to the devil. And the devil told God, he is what he is because you place an edge around him. If only you can take it away, you will see this man will curse you. He will abandon you. But yet Job did not abandon God. Job continued in God. And the Bible says after the children, after losing the children and his business, the devil still told God that listen, there is still another thing that Job is still holding on to. And that thing Job is holding on to is his health. Job is still healthy. Why not allow me to strike his health? Amen. And the Bible says Job lost his health. He became sick and uncomely. Some of us, you have been crying or you have been weeping. It's like you don't have control over your health anymore. From one sickness to the other, from one disease to the other. You have found yourself like Job and people are beginning to ask, are you the only one on this earth that every day you fall sick? Praise the Lord. Job encountered similar thing. To make matters worse, the Bible says his three friends, Eliphaz, Zophar, and Bildad, the Bible says these three men 
as if it, it, it was not enough. These three men, when they came to Job to mourn with him, they wept with him. But the Bible says these men started accusing Job like Job had committed sin. Praise the Lord. They make Job feel like he was the one that was responsible for his disaster and his woes. Job experienced the darkest season of his life. Just like some of us experiencing our dark season. Our health, our wealth, our shelter, our relationships, our expectations are all hanging. We weep and we weep without the right consolation. You just say to yourself, I wish somebody could understand what I'm passing through. But it seems like no one is understanding you. But I have good news for somebody hearing the sound of God's voice. Your Redeemer lives. Allah Your Redeemer lives. Job said, I know my Redeemer lives. What Job was saying is that I have the conviction in the midst of all this disaster, in the midst of all this turmoil, in the midst of all this pain, I know, I still know my Redeemer lives. I know who he is. I know that Isaiah chapter 48 verse 8 says that he is God and he is not a man. And that he is his name. His glory he will not share with anyone. I know that he is still God. I know that a God cannot die. I know he lives. I know he lives. And I know that he neither sleeps nor slumber. According to Psalm 121 verse 4. That the protector of Israel neither sleeps nor slumber. It looks like he's sleeping right now. But I have I have a news for someone. Our God neither sleeps nor slumber. I know he lives. I know he will appear for my sake. I know even though he is silent, he yet still speaks. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 14 to 17. If somebody could turn your Bibles with me, Isaiah chapter 42, verse 14 to 17. I want us to look at what the Bible Isaiah 42, verse 14. And the Bible says, For a long time God said, I have kept silence, I have been quiet, and I held myself back. But now, like a woman in childbirth, I cry out, I gasp, and I pant. Entoria, I will lay waste the mountains and the hills and dry up all their vegetations. God is speaking to someone for a long time. I've been quiet and quiet. Whilst you are passing this through this circumstance, whilst you are passing through this condition, but I've come to tell you, it seems that I've been so quiet, but God is saying, I have come like a woman crying in labor. I have come that a, like a woman that is preparing to push. And I, and I tell you, my son and my daughter, that I will lay waste every mountain, every mountain that I've been standing before you. You must understand, the Bible says, what are you, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? It says that mountain shall become a plain. And God is saying, I will lay waste those mountains. He says, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along on familiar paths, I will guide them. Some of you have been crying out for guidance. You have been crying out for direction. You have been saying, oh God, I wish you could guide me through this. 
How I wish you could direct me through this. How we could, you could show me the way. I have been believing you for a suitor. I've been believing for you for a life partner for a long time. Lord, but you have not shown me the way. I've been believing you for you for a job for a long time. You have not shown me the way. And the Bible is saying right now, God says, I will guide you and I will lead you. He said, I will turn the darkness into light before them. And I will turn the darkness into light. You have been experiencing the dark season of your life. You have been experiencing the dark points of your life. And God is saying, I will turn your darkness into light. In other words, that season that when men see you, they detest you. God is saying, I am turning it. I am turning it around. And I will make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. But those who trust in idols, who say to images, you are our God, will be turned back in utter shame. God says, I will make the rough places smooth. Things have not been so smooth in your family. Things have been so bad. But God is saying, I will make things smooth. And those who worship idols, I will make them experience shame. Every of your attackers will know shame. Praise the Lord. Job knew. He said, I know. Even if he's silent, he will yet speak. When you read Job chapter 38 verse 1. And the Bible says in verse 1. And the Lord answered Job out of the storm. You are passing through the, the season of the storm right now. But I've got good news for you. The Bible says, and God answered Job out of the storm. For somebody hearing the sound of God's voice tonight. God is answering you out of your storm. Can you imagine? The Bible said there was a storm in the sea. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, if it is you, bid me come to thee. And Peter was walking on the, upon the, on the, the waters. But you must understand, it was a stormy season. That season was stormy. There was a great wind. The apostles before now were battling with the wind. And now Peter was walking upon the waters. And scripture says, because of the storm that Peter saw, he fell into the water. And he was sinking down. But you must understand. The Bible says in the midst of this storm. Peter cried out. Lord save me. And the Bible says. The hand of God was stretched to Peter. And Peter was picked off the water. I see somebody coming out of that flood. I see somebody coming out of that predicament. I see somebody coming out of that circumstance. Because you know what. In Isaiah chapter 59. The Bible says the hand of the Lord. They are not so short. That they would save us. You must understand the distance between Peter and Jesus would have been so far. But the moment Peter called unto Jesus, immediately the hand of the Lord reached Peter. I must say to somebody right here, as you call unto him, his hand is reaching out to you. His hand is reaching out to you. And the Bible says, and God answered Job in the midst of the storm. And God answered Job. May God answer you in the midst of your storm. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And in Job chapter, chapter 42 verse 10. And the Bible says. And after Job had prayed for his friends. The Lord made his, him prosperous again. And gave him double. For every trouble he has faced. He gave him twice as much as he had before. And everyone who deserted Job. They returned back to Job. Ah, Job had one billion naira. But after the experience of Job. After the storm. God made him increase in wealth. And behold. He increased to, to, to two billion. Job had a lot of cattle. And after the storm. 
they rose up and they were so many too numerous to count to count you had children that died but after the storm listen the bible says god made job twice better the children the bible mentioned them one of them was shamima the bible said and these children of job they were the fairest the most beautiful on the earth in other words god did not just give job any kind of children this time around god gave job children that everyone wants to behold ah there is someone you have lost a lot of children every time you take in you see yourself something within you happens and before after a particular dream you see that there is a kind of miscarriage it has happened once it has happened the second time it has happened for more than seven times god is telling me to tell you that listen after this experience something is entering into your womb something that the devil cannot even take out something that demons cannot take out is entering into your womb if only you can believe all things are possible listen your confession in the time of this confusion will conclude your condition you must rise up and say to you to yourself and say to members of your family i know my redeemer leads i know he lives i know he lives i know he lives there is no time but you must understand in max gospel chapter 16 the bible talked about the, the two women they were walking towards the tomb of jesus in Mark chapter 16 verse verse 1 to 7 they were asking the questions who will roll the stone away and scripture says they were struggling they were beating their chest who is going to roll the stone but scripture says when they got there when they got there they discovered that the stone had been rolled away you know what because our redeemer lives he cannot die the bible said they saw an angel sitting on the stone and the angel said to them give jesus you are looking for him he is not dead he is alive in other words he lived i know my redeemer lives Karabasutuya. I know my redeemer lives. I know he lives. I know he will not abandon me. Rika Paradosia. Somebody begin to talk to God. I see that God appearing before somebody. There is a great quick quickening in your spirit, man. I see sickness being healed. I see disease going out. I see the barren conceiving. I see grace coming up upon somebody. Receive more grace. Receive more grace. Open your mouth and begin to appreciate the name of God. Begin to give praise to God. Begin to go praise as we go into prayers. Begin to give God praise.